Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show on this Wednesday. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you being here. If you want to reach out to the show, if you want to connect, we've got a few ways for you to do that. we love to hear from you on the phone lines, 855-212-4CBS. It's toll free. It's all you. We're paying for the call. Tom will answer. Twitter sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R, it's my last name. D-Cell, pretty daddy, at D-Cell CBS, D-E-C-E-L, CBS. And Mr. Bogish, at Andrew Bogish, if you want to get on. And there's a Facebook that I should probably be able to give you for me, but I can't. But many of you can find it and instant message me. So, I said this last hour, I said this at the start of the show, in an NBA conversation as a way of comparison. I want to circle back to it. The NFL is always amazing because the parity creates meaningful games. Every multiple, almost every game is meaningful. And by the end of the year, just by the structure of it, say, take the Bears as an example, losing a game is meaningful. Or having Houston win a game for Chicago and for Houston is meaningful. But normally that parity creates a lot of really dangerous and interesting teams. Teams that you expect to be competitive and have a real chance at a Super Bowl run. We get to where we are in the season, right? Postseason football. And and teams that I think have a chance to be really surprising. Let me go through the AFC by way of example. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. But is anyone going to be shocked if the Bills are Super Bowl champions? No. If the Bengals make another one and find a way maybe to win this one? No. It'd be shocking per se, but the Jags have played really, really good football of late, and we know momentum matters. And they're what? They're hosting a home game. If I got that if I got that right in my in my mind's eye, they can win that game. I know that Diesel thinks that Justin Herbert was hamming up the injury. No, <laughs> he he walks it back. That's not fair. I'm sorry, Tommy. But the Chargers underwhelming, underperformed. I don't think that they're gonna win a Super Bowl either, but they were a team that was that was believed to be capable of doing that at the start of the year. Justin Herbert is healthy. I'm just saying, if they made a run, I wouldn't be super shocked. And even Baltimore, I'm not a big—I don't believe in Lamar Jackson. Even when he's healthy, it sounds like he won't play. Wouldn't be the—wouldn't be the most shocking thing on earth if he somehow came out there and played. My point is, the AFC is really good and really deep. I would take the Chargers over every team in the NFC, but two of them. I would, in terms of like how far I think they would go. If, if you drop the Chargers, hell, if you—if you drop Jacksonville into the NFC and gave him a home game. I like it more than I like the Vikings. I like it more than I like the Buccaneers, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Seahawks. I don't believe in most of these teams. I just don't. And there are legitimate and serious concerns about the teams that I do like. Do I think the Eagles are an excellent football team? Yes. Do I think that 14-3 and record is earned and speaks to a level of consistent talent and depth on the roster and coaching? Yeah, I do. 
Do I think Jalen Hurts has proven he's a franchise quarterback and were he 100% fit and healthy? Would I, do I think he'd be successful in the playoffs? Maybe. I mean, that style of play is interesting, and we haven't seen it translate as often as it could to postseason football. And obviously, Jalen Hurts does not have a resume of postseason football to lean back on the way that, say, Tom Brady does, obviously. There are questions about the quarterback. And that means there are questions about the Eagles, despite their bye. For me, the pick is the Niners. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. And it's not going to be Seattle that knocks them down. But if, if it had been the Packers, if the Packers had won that game against Detroit, and I had been destined because I'm an idiot to have done a Batman-voiced show dressed as Batman on Friday, would any of you really have been surprised? Not that most of you outside of Wisconsin would have taken the Packers over a Niners team, but would any of you really have been surprised if that game had come and gone and Green Bay had won? No, other than Tom who only wants four teams in the NFL playoffs, in part because of Aaron Rodgers, but in part because as great as the Niners are, as good as that, de- extraordinary as that defense is, and as much as Brock Purdy's played really, really well, and he has, and I think he's going to play well in the postseason, you don't know until you know. And any quarterback, any rookie quarterback, dude drafted seventh overall, is unproven until he gets to the playoffs. He just is. And it's not a guarantee Purdy's going to be able to do it. I think he will. But let's go back to the oft-injured... Lamar Jackson. A few years ago, that guy led his team to a 14-2 and record when we had 16-game regular seasons. He won an MVP. All of the thought processes that went into who was going to be successful in the AFC that year centered on that team because of that quarterback. And it turned out, so far, Lamar Jackson, when he's played in the playoffs, has been underwhelming. It happens. And if it can happen to that guy, it can certainly happen to Brock Purdy. It, cert- it, certainly, it certainly can. Maybe I'm wrong on the Vikings, but does, Tom, does anyone actually believe in Minnesota? I don't even think people in Minnesota believe in the Vikings. I don't. I think everybody who watched Minnesota this season knows that this is a flawed team who, let's admit, they won some games they weren't supposed to win. Close games that they found yeah. a way to win, maybe that they backed into. I don't want to be unfair to Minnesota. that a very nice record at a, at a very good season. I think everyone knows this is a flawed roster. Quarterback matters. Obviously. And Kirk Cousins, all the jokes and the name-calling aside, and it seems like a nice guy, by the way. Kirk Cousins, again, we have a sample size here. This isn't some hot take. is unable to win football games almost uniformly when they are the exclusive game, when it is a Sunday night game or a Monday night game or a Thursday night game. And it doesn't matter when it is. game can be in October. He can't perform at the same level. And he certainly hasn't been able to, in the very brief chances he's had, to do it at the postseason level particularly effectively. The Vikings are not going to win, are not going to make a Super Bowl. I don't believe in the Cowboys for a second. I know guys can have a bad game. I know you can have one off game. Dak Prescott's performance to close out the season against what the Commanders was an abomination because Dak Prescott is or was one of the most overrated quarterbacks in in the National Football League. I'm not sure he's rated that highly anymore. I, I Credit the Giants for, for grinding their way to a 9-7-1. Probably should write these things down. 9-7-1 record. And, and they, I think it's a success already, that organization that's been dysfunctional for, for several years to be where they are. But nobody is squinting their eyes and seeing the Eli Manning team that was in a similar spot and made a run to and won a Super Bowl. And, and again, Pete Carroll, what, what an accomplishment. Geno Smith, he had an extra game to do it, but still... The most Geno Smith, the most passing yards in a single season for a Seahawks quarterback in the history of a franchise that, as you know, 
featured Russell Wilson for a long time. It, it is a wide, wide open reality. Who's the surprise that comes out of here? I, I suppose for me the Vikings or the Cowboys would shock me because I am such a skeptic of their quarterback. It's, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I don't know if, if Tom Brady can conjure that magic. But I was thinking about this last night and the way in which I think we routinely, we being fans, media, just all of us, we routinely dismiss the psychological realities of sports. We get called, it gets called a hot take, it gets called garbage, you bring up clutch play, you bring up guys that choke. And there's a few reasons for that. One is that there are a bunch of people that scream on TV and are total idiots who utilize the open-ended nature of trying to speculate on these things and just say crazy stuff. I get it. Two, it's, it's not measurable. Numbers are measurable. They're, they're, they're comforting. You can wrap your arms around them. And three, we, we don't, you can watch a game, you can see the impact, you can look at the stats, you play fantasy football, you gamble, you, you know how often Kirk Cousins throws a touchdown versus an interception, whatever, and you can't get your arm around the reality of this guy as someone who just, like all of us, right, feels pressure and reacts to it in different ways when it, when it hits. Maybe for me, because I'm a reporter, and I'm constantly talking now in the NBA, but in, in the past in other sports, to guys that play and guys that lead front offices and guys that coach, I know this is a reality. The Vikings aren't good enough because their quarterback is not good enough to win. I'd be sho- shocked if they won, beyond shocked if they won two football games in the postseason. They, they, they can win a game, right? There's one game they can win because it's a wide-open NFC. Maybe, maybe. I don't buy the Cowboys. Why not Tampa Bay? And Why not if there's going to be a bit of a letdown from the Eagles? Either just we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of one seeds underperform. We just have. Chiefs last year made it the AFC Championship, but weren't able to beat the Bengals team they were supposed to. At least we thought they were supposed to. If the Eagles are a little underwhelming, if Brock Purdy looks like the rookie that he's that he's supposed to be, why not the Buccaneers? And, and I think one thing that hasn't been discussed a lot, and Tom, if you've if you've seen this, by all means, correct me. I haven't, and I wish I'd thought of it. We don't know where Tom Brady's at in his own his own brain. We don't know whether or not he's decided to retire or not. We don't know. I think like Aaron Rodgers, whether he has a real sense that it's possible. Again, that Aaron Rodgers press conference on Sunday night was worth, worth watching. It's what you're watching all time. Great struggle with his own sports mortality. I thought a really meaningful way of talking about it. But if, and I know it's an if, if. Tom Brady has decided this is probably it. Talk about a psychological boost, an emotional catalyst to summon the last pixie dust, the last magic, the last Harry Potter moment, because I brought up Harry Potter earlier. Let's, let's have a through line on the show to, to see what he can do and what he can be in his final in his final Super Bowl run. We saw Peyton Manning win the Super Bowl with, a, I know, a markedly better defense than what Tampa Bay has right now in, in his last year. We saw John Elway do it, and Elway played really well those back-to-backs. We've seen all-time greats find a way at the end to just summon the last of what they have left. I know the, the Bucks aren't an amazing football team, but of course they can beat, what, the Cowboys. They're hosting that team. And it turns out that what I heard on TV and said on the radio the other day is true. That Cowboys organization has never beaten Tom Brady. Like, let that sink in. First time they played him, 2003. Six other times, seven total. I'm good at math. Six plus one, seven. Seven times the Cowboys have played a Tom Brady-led team. And every single time they have lost. Every time. First game was in 2003, and then a more consistent 
schedule of games the last few years, both being in the NFC. So if Tampa Bay wins that game, they will, in fact, it's a reseeding, but it won't matter. If they win that game, unless, what, the Seahawks beat San Francisco, it's going to be Tampa Bay that would play an Eagles team that has a guy who has never been tested in the postseason. Tom, why not? I'm trying to talk myself into Tom Brady. Not that I think it's going to happen, but every year it feels like in the National Football League there's a surprise that nobody saw the Bengals coming. Nobody saw the Packers coming when Aaron Rodgers got his one. Nobody saw the Giants coming when Eli Manning spoiled a perfect season for the Patriots. I mean, you just go down. I mean, nobody saw Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles led the Eagles to a freaking Super Bowl. Why not? Why not the Bucks? I don't have a good reason for you. The only thing that I could point to is we have X amount of games this season when that offense struggled mightily to put points on the board. And there are weapons on that team. We saw against the Panthers in the second to last week of the season, finally Tom Brady and Mike Evans were, were able to hook up downfield. That's something that this team lacked all season long. Maybe they got their offense figured out in the final two weeks here. I'm... I'm riveted by the NFL playoffs like we are all, all like we all are. And it's been an amazing season. And the AFC is better. It's better. It's better football. They're better football teams. I'll say it again. Drop the Jags into the NFC playoff picture. I know they play in the AFC. Drop them in the NFC playoff picture and they're my th- they're my third favorite to come out of there. Just cuz of the momentum and the way that they're playing. And because Doug Peterson has obviously experience with this kind of a run and this kind of surprise. I know you don't agree, Tom, because you think Justin Herbert's a big faker faker. But drop the Chargers in the NFC. And I don't know if I'll go as far. But, I mean, I would take the Chargers over the Giants. I would take the just a head-to-head game. I would take the Chargers over Kirk Cousins and his football team. I'd take him over Dallas. Obviously, I would take him over Seattle. There aren't, there aren't that many teams in the NFC that, 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 that give me fright. And the two that do, the Eagles and the Niners, and one of them probably are coming out, both have vulnerabilities that it, it's possible we'll look back at and say, oh, that was obvious. How we missed that? How we picked those guys? There's a lot of watered-down teams in the NFC that wouldn't be there if we had a four-team playoff. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. Dude, stop with the four-team playoff. It's okay. They're watered down. We just went through it. There's not elite football teams in the playoff picture this season. Let me ask you a question. Can we get real? Can we get personal? Good. that cool? <laughs> it's cool. I want to give you a scenario, okay? You're at your house, and you and your wife are late for church or to go see her parents or your parents or important brunch or a movie you want to see or some event that has whatever. I don't know. You're going somewhere. And she's lost the keys. And you're like, where are the keys? Where are the keys? And she's mad. And you're mad. And you're like, she's like, I didn't have them. You lost them. And you guys are fighting. You're like, you lost them. And this goes on for 20 minutes. And you're turning her purse upside down. And you're judging her. And you're being like, why are you always? And then you realize they're in your right pocket. Do you pull the keys out and say, you put them there? Like, what is this scenario? I want to know where you're like, oh, my, my bad. All I'm saying is. I just want to know the answer to the question. Uh, no, I would admit, hey, I messed that up. The okay. keys were in my pocket. My bad. But all I'm saying with the with the NFL playoffs going down to four teams instead of seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. If one of these teams were to make a run, whether it was Jacksonville or Tampa Bay, and I know both of those teams won their division, but if they were to make a run, everyone's going to point to and see, see, this is why we need more teams. 
no, those teams don't deserve the opportunity to play for the Super Bowl. We have the body of work in the regular season, Tom. which showed us that Tom. they're not a good football team. Tom, that doesn't make any sense. Four teams in the NFL playoffs? Yes. You can just be like, hey, Bill, I found the keys. My bad. It's okay. We all I say dumb stuff all the time. It's live radio. I'm just, you give it a second. You give it a few minutes, you mull it over. I know you. I don't believe you actually believe this. Still looking for the keys. Haven't found them yet. Can't say who's right and who's wrong. <laughs> was that a very specific analogy? Was that a very specific? <laughs> yes. And as you were running through the scenario of being judgy and yelling and blaming other people, I, yes, yes, that's absolutely what I do. Oh yeah, me too. We we have a we have a term for it in the house, but it applies. It's called falsely accused. Now it'll just be like, <laughs> Henry, did you leave this out? Falsely accused, Dad. Oh, those are my nachos. Sorry. <laughs> Hashtag great person. All right, let's um buy ourselves coming up. Pretty excited. Should be very excited. Yeah, really interesting what you got in there. Uh, buy or sell with diesel coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey you're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. To be fair to the whole you can be nice to me thing. <laughs> For example, your take that the NFL playoffs should be cut down to four teams is not a reflection on my unkindness or bogus being unkind. There's a natural reaction one might have to that. I think. But yeah. in hearing... Oh, I'm sorry. No, we just we just have to wait to see if I'm proven wrong. I will say I'm wrong, but I'm never going to have that chance. I do think it's a good idea. Like, listening back to the rejoin, 
I still think D sells revenge is a great idea. Unfettered chance to just clap back. It's too difficult to keep track of everything I need revenge for. I understand that. Hi, Andrew. Friends. How you doing, buddy? That new shirt? No. It kind of pops. Uh, thanks. A little blue? A little green? Is that what's going on? Uh, just different shades of blue. Uh, I like it. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. You want to do uh, you excited? You want to do a little buy or sell with me and, uh, me and Tommy? Uh, what else would I want to do at 1120-ish Eastern time on a weekday morning? Oh, blue shirts. Let's blue shirts. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, where else would we start on a hump day edition of Buy or Sell than with America's team? Yesterday on our affiliate, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was asked if Mike McCarthy is coaching for his job on Monday night against the Bucks. No. Just, I, I don't even want to. Uh, no. That's it. I, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. Now, Mike McCarthy, Bill, has won 12 games in back-to-back seasons in Dallas, so my question to you, buy or sell that Mike McCarthy should be fired if Dallas loses in the wild card round like they did last season. Oh, man. I mean, anyone here think that Dallas is going to win? By the way, because I don't. This is the toughest game of the weekend for me. And I guess it's technically not the weekend. Monday night. This is the only one I haven't made my final decision on. I don't know. I don't know how you could pick either team with any real confidence. <laughs> You got to pick one, which I, I mean speaks a lot to the Cowboys, right? Because I mean Tampa Bay was yeah, I, eight and nine on the season, right? Like this is there are games that are too good to pick. This one's too annoying to pick with confidence because I, are the Bucks going to be terrible? Is Dak going to throw a pick six or two? I, I I don't know. All of the above, yes. Seventeen to seventeen to thirteen, Tampa Bay win. Bucks win. Um. I'm trying not to be unfair to I mean, bye, yes. I don't think bye. Mike McCarthy is, is the right coach. Here's my question, Andrew and, and Tom. In the current setup, in which Jerry Jones is a significant decision maker and Dak Prescott is your quarterback, is there a right coach that you can hire where you think the Cowboys reasonably can win a couple playoff games and get to NFC championships or better. We know Jerry loves Sean Payton. We know he's infatuated with him. He's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. To your point, he had a ton of success with a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't really know if he is that quarterback whisperer. I think if they were to let McCarthy go, they would be all in on Sean Payton. I don't really know anybody else other than Sean Payton who you could say, like, get me that guy. But do you want this job, Andrew? Like, I don't. I, I, I'm sure I don't want the job. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe maybe Dak Prescott is good enough you can make it work. I just feel like there's a a big enough sample size here that, that your likelihood of success is low. Dak is better than the way he's played this year. There's no there's no doubt about that. How much better, I think, is the question. And as we said yesterday with Sean Payton and Kyler Murray, he's going to think that he can max out Dak Prescott. The organization means something to him. I don't know exactly what he feels about Jerry Jones, but the money is going to be right, you would think. Yes, yeah, the money will be right. So to me, you know, you can read a lot of things in the way Jerry phrased that yesterday. 
I, I kind of think Sean Payton's desire to coach the Cowboys is a deciding factor here. Like, shy of them winning the Super Bowl, I think Jerry would feel comfortable firing Mike McCarthy to get Sean Payton so he doesn't go to Denver, he doesn't go to Arizona, he doesn't go somewhere else. What's the better job? Um, Probably still there. The better still roster. Does. Even with Jerry, though, I love Jerry just from an entertainment value, but he has his hands on everything, everything about that organization, even the roster construction itself. Like, do you want to deal with that? I mean, he gave Parcells the most leeway for a little bit, and I guess then he he got tired of that. Maybe Sean Payton can talk himself into two years of less Jerry. Maybe Jerry realizes that he's getting old and the end is near, and he's got to do something to let, you know, somebody be successful. I... I don't know. But no, I, I think if, if Sean Payton didn't want this job, we wouldn't be having, we wouldn't always be connecting Sean Payton to it. Like when, I mean, there's, he, when there's smoke, there's fire. He is the guy that, he is the one that got away for Jerry. Right? That is it. I mean, one of you said it. It's, a, it's been a coveted pairing from Jerry's perspective for a long time. I just, again, if I'm, if I'm, maybe easy for me to say, but if I'm Sean Payton or any of these, if I'm a desired head coach, I'm waiting. There's always every year. There's jobs. I'm 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 golfing, doing television. I'm living in one of my three mansions. I don't want to be the Dallas head coach, and I don't or the Arizona head coach. I don't want either of these jobs. If Dallas wins two games, does Mike McCarthy is Mike McCarthy safe? If right, that's it. Just win two and and you're in, aren't you? Yeah, and I mean from the way Jerry's talking, it sounds like win one and you're fine. I don't know if I, I believe that, but the way he's talking, it sounds like it. I mean, Bogus, you can't fire Mike McCarthy if you make an NFC Championship game, can you? What if you make that game and you just get, you lose 35-3 to against the Niners? Right, I mean, I, you're, you're well, applying logic matchup, to but... what could be an illogical decision. Could Jerry Jones fire Mike McCarthy for getting blown out in the NFC title game to hire Sean Payton? Yes, and then would you would you argue against it? I mean, you can you have your doubts about Sean Payton, but Sean Payne's a better head coach than Mike McCarthy, is he not? You know what this is? This is, um, are you guys Mad Men fans? Yeah. And I think we're kind of past, we're past the whole, like, spoiler thing, right? We're, we're way over that. This is like when Don Draper is dating the blonde, is she a psychologist in, like, the second to last season, and you think he's going to be with her, and then he just announces he's engaged to his secretary who had barely been on the show. You remember this? didn't make any sense. I don't, but okay. To your point, sometimes right. irrational decisions of the heart, you don't see them coming. It was a great, it was a great, so I don't remember her name, and I should, but his second wife in that in that show, which she was in for a long time, she just came out of nowhere. That was the worst analogy ever. I can say it. <laughs> sell. Just sell what I just said. It's okay. Sell. That was dumb. Bill, it happens, Tom. Bill, the time has come. You teased it earlier in the show. Oh, yeah. Let's do a deep dive on your love-hate relationship with the Chicago Bears. Bears GM Ryan Poles met the media yesterday, and as we all know, because of the Houston Texans winning, the Bears now have the number one pick in the draft, and Poles was asked if the Bears would actually think about taking a quarterback. Because you have the first pick, there are people that said they're going. The quarterback might be available there. You're saying Justin's your guy. Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. 
buy or sell that the Chicago Bears should move on from Justin Fields and draft a quarterback at number one? Can I just be a clue real quick and be a hypocrite and just sell the, that people are saying that a quarterback might be available? It's the number one pick. So Everyone's mm. literally available, <laughs> reporter guy. Sorry. I just, I hate my team. Um, What, what is your question? Your question is buy or sell that, that they should contemplate a quarterback? It's a good question. Did I get that right? Uh, yep, you nailed it. No, I mean sell. No, they have a quarterback. Sell. Am I missing? Am I missing something here? Like Justin Fields? I guess. Like I, I suppose that there is a conversation, maybe, about being concerned about Fields' ability to stay healthy in the way that he plays, and he's obviously he runs the ball a ton. It's part of his hut. But they knew that when they drafted the guy, right? They and they knew that when they sort of took the reins off after his really disappointing rookie season. Do either of you want to make a case for Bryce Young or somebody else? Because I just, why wouldn't you trade that pick? Either get the, the top guy on the board who's not a quarterback, or trade the pick and get a whole bunch of depth. You, you already have a quarterback. So my read was this was a bad attempt to drum up trade interest, trying to convince people that he'd stay there to yeah, take maybe. Bryce Young if he's everyone's consensus number one pick and maybe think maybe make somebody offer him more for that top spot. It's just all of these GMs speak nonsense between now and the draft. That's fair, but they are the Bears. And so, like, you're applying logic, um, intelligence, competence, you know, reasonable decision-making to an organization that tends to go the opposite direction, Mr. Bogish. Yeah, I know, and I was just telling you to not apply logic to things. But I think we we can both win on this because it wasn't perfect. It wasn't well done by Ryan Poles. Like he was trying no, to no. do the logical thing, but he didn't execute it well, which I is Bearsian of him. Why not just I, these guys think there's you come up? Oh, is this thing on? Hey, oh, good question, Johnny. I think there might be a quarterback available. Here's the answer: uh, We have our quarterback. He's dynamic. He's incredible. But I got to tell you, um, if we didn't have a quarterback as great as Justin Fields, I would go get Bryce Young because I think he's also going to be dynamic. And so, you know, if I'm other teams in the National Football League, I'm real happy we already have a QB. I mean, what? Like, the, the market's going to be the market. Oh, 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 my God. Paul said that, that maybe we better trade more. The market's going to be the market. If people are going to trade up for that pick. Can I also pick on Paul's a little bit there? He said they would need to be blown away. Regardless of the position, don't you need to be blown oh, yes. away with whoever you take number one? Like, nobody's drafting That's at number fair. one going, I think this is our guy. I think he's okay. He impressed us a little bit. I love that. That's a great point. Um, bogus buy or sell that what the Bears GM said is polls are rising. Bye. Bye. We're back. We're back. We are back, but speaking of maybe somebody that won't be back oh. as the Ravens prepare to take on the Bengals Ooh, on Sunday. Okay. Their star quarterback, Lamar Jackson, has not practiced in over a month because of a knee injury. And according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, Jackson, quote, faces an uphill battle to play this weekend. Meanwhile, the Ravens signed linebacker Roquan Smith to a five-year, $100 million contract yesterday. And I point that out, Baltimore is not shy about paying Guys, this season and last offseason. And, of course, Jackson is in the final year of his rookie deal and, as we know, was unable to strike a deal with the Ravens this offseason. 
Buy or sell Lamar Jackson's ability or not to play this weekend will impact whether he's a Baltimore Raven next season. Oh, so I got to dive into whether you, what's the term you used? He's hamming it up? Hamming it up. Don't laugh, Bogus. What do you think, Bogey? Is he hamming it up here? I don't know if he's hamming it up, but I can be convinced um, that he's healthy enough to play and he's not playing. No, I don't know the answer. I, I don't like, I'm you know, like an attorney. I don't like ans- asking questions that I don't know no answers to. But what is the transitive property of this? I'm not sure <laughs> the transitive property would apply to this scenario. I see. Yeah. There might be a different prop, a different mathematical property in play, but I can't think of the top of my head. But um, whichever one would apply to him being overprotective, overcautious, pseudo boycotting their games to protect his knee or whatever, I think that's on the table. I understand the Ravens have no choice at quarterback in the short term, long term, right? I understand that that the dynamics of having a QB in the National Football League and what it means when on your roster. You have someone that is that has won an MVP and led you to, to a 14-win season. So I get it. Easy for me to say what I'm about to say. But h- how do you entrust the future of your team and that kind of money to a guy who there's a chance is not given his all because he wants to leverage or protect a situation that he created by not signing a still fairly lucrative offer at the start of the season? I what, what do you do if you're if you're Baltimore and internally you believe or you know what we suspect, which is that maybe this is about more than health? What do you do? And I think to your point, I think that scenario you you know laid out is absolutely true. And like, what if Tyler Huntley has to start and they score three or six points this weekend against Cincinnati, which is plausible because without Lamar Jackson, this offense has struggled, struggled. They don't have the wide receiver weapons. They traded away their best wide receiver to Arizona this offseason. Like, there could be, like, a level of frustration that they weren't able to get this deal done. They see firsthand this season injuries are absolutely a possibility for Lamar Jackson throughout his career. And maybe a game they could have won if Lamar Jackson played. All right, let me ask you this, based on this. You got Brock Purdy, obviously, tell me a team now who is a favorite. To make a Super Bowl, Tom Brady's a bad example, but he was a six-round pick, and all the stories in between. Given the, the, the tendency of guys to be hurt, right? The tendency of guys to be hurt. And and the buy or sell it makes sense for teams who have their quarterback situation totally on lockdown to spend a sixth or seventh pick on a quarterback if they like the guy and they think there's even a marginal chance. Bye. That first one was me there. I, there's no harm in it. There's certainly no harm in it. I don't see why not. I guess the only counter argument is you're giving up, right? Some other player, some other level of depth at the other position where there's a need. Bogus looks more skeptical. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just still trying to figure out what's happening with Lamar Jackson because I am so. It's a pretty heavy accusation to say that he's maybe doing this as posturing to not play. So every time I say it, I feel bad that I said it out loud. But how did like posturing that he doesn't play? Like, okay, life. For the Ravens with no Lamar Jackson. Like, I get that side of it. But he's only adding to the other side where he's not on the field enough to pay him. Right. I also think the part of the problem here yeah. is the way you set the tone from the beginning. They said one to three weeks when he first got hurt. And they prob- it, it was four to six based on what, it, what injury he had. 
So that immediately makes yeah, it feel right. like he's been out longer than he was supposed to. So we may all be jumping to the wrong conclusion here. And, and teams do mismanage af- star athletes. And, and I know that you've been waiting for this diesel soccer comparison. Um, the Athletic, which has 51 beat writers for every team in the world except Barcelona, just added a bunch of Barcelona and Real Madrid reporters in the last four days. And I have read their coverage. Barcelona! Sucker! Um, and there's a story about Ansu Fati and basically how Barcelona probably screwed him up completely because they mismanaged his, his recovery. And I was reading it this morning, and I was thinking about how often you hear, when I kept talking to guys in the NBA, that this happens. Where, like, guys don't... And, and look at Kawhi Leonard in all sports. Like, guys don't always try... So who, my point is, who knows, if we're being unfair, if behind the scenes... If Lamar felt like he didn't have a contract and Baltimore wasn't giving him the right advice for his long term. It's a complicated deal, is what I'm saying. The, the air can be on, on either side or both sides. Don't be outraged, Bogus. I'm going to jam in one more here, and I'm going to do something we don't normally do. We're going to get to some college hoops. Now, John Calipari's Kentucky Wildcats are off to a slow start this season. Last night's loss at home to South Carolina dropped them to 10-6 and six on the outside looking in of the top 25. This, of course, coming on the heels of Kentucky losing to St. Peter's last season in the opening round of the NCAA tournament to St. Peter's, who was the 15th seed, Kentucky the two seed. Plus, last night, a fan was escorted out of Rump Arena for a sign that read, quote, please go to Texas, end quote. Now, there have been rumors that the Longhorns are interested in Calipari after they fired Chris Beard. By herself, having a fan thrown out for that sign is one of the weakest moves you've ever seen. Bye. Give me... Bye. Although there are some reports. I mean, there's some speculation that, that Cal could be on the hot seat, which I just... Am I wrong, Bogus, to find that bonkers? I know he's won one, right? I know it's been underwhelming in terms of the final return, but the guy is an amazing recruiter. Sure, but he's definitely on the hot seat because it's Kentucky and patience can wear thin. They don't lose at home. They don't look at home to South Carolina. They're one and three in the SEC to start. Um, they're not Kentucky good right now. And when was their last national title? That's how they measure things down there as well. I don't think he's going to get fired tomorrow, but the seed's definitely hot, is right he, or wrong. Is he still a top five coach in the sport? Um, he's a top five recruiter. I ha- I don't have a running list of top five guys. I just don't know if, if he's if... still an elite head coach. Okay. It's not over for him. It's just not working right now at Kentucky. Look, we know what this guy is, right? He's, he's a great recruiter. He's a lackluster coach. He was missing what? Two of his three best players in that game. I mean, all right. I don't know. I don't want to be the one defending coach game. Uh, Bogus, are we going to this Rangers game? Uh, maybe. All right, I'm excited. I'm also trying to get uh, DC to go drink with me at four in the morning. I have a, a breakfast, a cocktail breakfast. Let's. Um, I know we're out of time. Let's. Uh, let's talk a little Sean McVay and the signs he is throwing out there that he may be done with the NFL. We'll do that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Fun, uh, fun show today, Diesel. That's what happens on a hump day. We fully embrace hump day energy. You love that hump day. I hate that hump day gift you sent me. By the way, you sent a lot. I try to send you a different one every Wednesday. I'm running oh, out of you? them, though. How many can there be? I guess people love the expression. Um, Sean McVay, according to, I think Jeremy Fowler is the person who, uh, who broke this over at ESPN is allowing his assistant coaches to speak to other teams about job opportunities as he ponders whether or not he would like to continue to be the head coach of that organization. That does not seem like a particularly good sign for those people here in L.A. hoping and rooting for McVay to stick around. And, and i got to tell you, Tom, he, doesn't, he already contemplated leaving last year after the Super Bowl. He clearly is burned out or wants a break. Is he probably going to return? Probably, but but he he doesn't seem to want to coach football right now. That was true last year when it you know they had a, still had a, a window. Those things you can you can you can go through. Um, why not step away? You're not into it. You don't have the football team you had a couple of years ago. You're going to be in cap hell. There are going to be consequences for the the wise gamble you made over the the previous years to to kind of go all in the present. Why not? Clearly, the guy wants to leave. He's letting his coaches look around. Why not just? Why not step aside? It's the same roadmap that Sean Payton used. Doesn't want to coach a rebuild. He wants to have a talented roster. He's a Super Bowl champion, and look, he'll get crushed in the short term for it. There, there will be, you know, talking heads that crush him, saying, you know, why are you stepping away when maybe your window has closed in Los Angeles? Everyone will forget about that when the next hiring cycle happens, and he's the hot coach. For any job that becomes available, people will forget. Just like they forgot about Sean Payton. Oh, my God. McVay will be the hottest coaching commodity in in recent, if not living memory. I mean, we did it on this show. When Sean Payton stepped away from the Saints because he didn't want to go through a rebuild, we were one of the few shows that absolutely crushed him for it. There's no difference with Sean McVay. No difference. I think, I think McVay is a markedly more attractive head coach. Like, I, I don't even think it's close. McVay took Jared, and Jared Goff's played well in Detroit this year, but he, he took Jared Goff to a Super Bowl. I mean, he won a Super Bowl without a, Matt Stafford's going to make the Hall of Fame, but he's going to make the Hall of Fame in part because he won the Super Bowl. And I'll go back to the Drew Brees. Maybe Sean Payton's great, but I, I know what Sean, I know what McVay can do. 
Step away, man. It, it's not a very, I mean, there aren't many of those gigs. It's, it's not a very good job. It's just not a very, it's not a very good job. How quickly everything changed in Los Angeles. They went from F them picks to Super Bowl champions to now maybe their coach is gone, their quarterback's hurt, maybe their star defensive player also wants to retire. Like that that turned and did a 180 real quick. It, when it when it when it went south, it was always gonna go south the way you described. The fact they got a Super Bowl, remember this, Rams fans. The fact they all three of you here, the fact they got a Super Bowl means it was worth it. It's just not gonna feel like it. Over the course of what two years, maybe, which is a light, which is a long time, a long time in the NFL, a long time. All right, all right. Good luck, McVay. Get out of here. Who wants that job, by the way? Some young coach. Who just, I mean, Sean, Sean Payton doesn't want it. No, no, Sean Payton does not want that job. You have don't no idea what Matthew Stafford is going to be anymore. I know he said yeah. he wants to play. He doesn't intend to retire. But that's a serious neck injury, man. And I'm not making light of his injury. I've seen, um, I've seen Matt Stafford on a bad football team. It's called the Detroit Lions of, of yesteryear. I mean, I, it, it was, he's he's really great. He's not he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Drew Brees. He's not, his mere presence alone does not guarantee that you have a a chance that you're a contender or or otherwise. All right. Good stuff. Anything else you you wanna hear? Decel's revenge. You got ten seconds. Go. Uh, well, when it comes to my uh, four-team playoff in the NFL, I'm still looking for the keys. I'm not admitting I'm wrong yet. Um, I think that was the big one for today. No Stick other... your guns. Yeah. Whatever that expression means. Uh, from the old west, shootout. Okay, corral. Cool. A uh, good show. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. I'm Bill Ryder. The show's brighter than you. Decel and I and Bogus. Bogus. I'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.